Hello, and welcome back to the Hello, Hello World podcast. It feels so good to be back after a long break, necessary break from reality. Now I'm back to it, guys. Thanks for your patience and your continuous support throughout this whole thing. I really appreciate it. On today's episode, I am having the most wonderful conversation with one of my reality TV star idols, uh, Miss Tara Gillen. Tara is from Big Brother Canada, the most recent season. Uh, it's not your typical interview. Tara's been interviewed multiple times, uh, speaking about her journey through Big Brother Canada. But me being such a big, Big Brother fan, super fan, as we're we call ourselves. Um, I wanted to talk to her a little bit more about the behind the scenes things, things that maybe uh, she hasn't been asked before. I followed her very carefully through her Big Brother um, season. She is a LaSalle native, so very close to home here in Windsor. So lucky to have uh, somebody... (laughs) in my opinion anyway as a super fan so lucky to have somebody from our community on the show so uh with that being said I hope you fully enjoy and learn something from this episode make sure to grab yourself some water and thanks for listening hello hi can you hear me I can hear you can you hear me Yes. Okay. Sorry. I was, I had my phone on do not disturb. So I was waiting for your text and it came through as something else. So sorry if you're waiting on me. That's okay. I'll wait on you forever, Tara. (laughs) This is the truth. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. I'm so excited to have you here. I want to be screaming from the top of my lungs because um, this is legit a dream of mine to be speaking to you. Um, Huge Big Brother fan. Thank you for coming and taking the time to talk to me today. Oh my God. Yes, of course. And stop. You are making me blush. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, though, I mean, I thought about, you know, I, I like to run in my head when I'm going to say to all my guests and I always praise a lot, but really, truly watching you on the show was just so incredible. I've been waiting for somebody in my community to play. Uh, I've encouraged a lot of friends to try out, never, you know, wanting to do it myself. But I'm just so happy that somebody from my community is representing BB Can. Yes, yes. You know what? I honestly, I love that. Um, I love representing our community. You know, I'm from yeah. the South. It's such a small town. Yeah. Windsor and Essex County. So <laughs> that was, that was a great opportunity just to to represent where I'm from. No kidding. And I have listened to you on another podcast, Hello Friends podcast, and you mentioned, (laughs) and I tried to get one of those signs, girlfriend, that your husband had made up, but I I was too freaking late. But you mentioned that you didn't realize or even know because in there in Big Brother house, you're kind of secluded. You didn't realize, you know, how much of an impact you made on the community. No, no idea. And it's so funny because when we were in the house, people would say, like other house guests would say, so like, who do you think is watching? I'm like, oh my God, all my friends are moms. They're busy. Nobody's watching. A lot of my close family and friends had never even seen the show. 
So when I came home and people were like, no, girl, we've got signs <laughs> on our lawn. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was really, really cool. But of course, typical female. I'm like, oh, I hate that picture of me. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's just typical. But, yeah. Um, but that we'll was about, really cool. We'll talk really about cool. that stuff later. About yeah. Um, like, yeah body image and like loving yourself and stuff I know you're a huge advocate for that yes um let's talk big brother okay so okay okay. let's dive into it now that I'm no longer emotionally (laughs) triggered (laughs) okay it's a safe place it's a safe place yes it is it is and I you know I think if anyone wants to hear all of game game talk as far as like how you played the game and your relationships with other people in the house, they can listen to other interviews. But for me, I just want to talk about you um, sure. and, you know, 69 days in that damn house and oh. one an HOH and some vetoes, girl. I'm so fucking proud of you. Like, <laughs> I felt like it was was my best friend in the house. So oh, um, I love that. <laughs> So uh, what I want to know is when you first walked into the Big Brother house, I mean, because we see it on TV, like, oh, she looks so good. How how intrigued and awesome was it to you when you oh walked in? Oh, my God. I will never forget. It was just the craziest moment of my life because everything is just so secretive the way they do everything like you're just you're tossed in a van you're tossed in the line and then the next thing you're just walking and Arissa Cox is right there and the doors to the house are right there oh my god and all I kept thinking was my feet are sweating (laughs) I'm holding this bag that actually had all my makeup in it so it was heavy and I'm like don't (laughs) bail don't <laughs> bail and got they, did, they did not show it but I did actually bail at the bottom of the stairs and Josh thank you Josh um caught me at the bottom of the stairs they didn't they didn't air it but oh my god Tara, my feet were so back. sweating they slipped oh. right out of my shoe and I just fell into the arms of Josh and I was like oh my god I love you thank you <laughs> Oh gosh, that should have been a, an alliance right away. <laughs> yeah, I actually, you know what? I was sad to see Josh go, but it yeah. was between him and Rohan, and I love Rohan. That one was tough. Yes, I'm yeah. sure. Well, I, you know, I'm never do I watch Big Brother going. I would have done something this way, or I would have done something this way. That's not how I watch the game. I legit take notes how people play and like if I ever need to help somebody play I have all these notes and all this stuff just like um I have all these notes that I wrote out projecting that I would one day be able to speak to you hopefully <laughs> you gotta and, put out um, yeah you gotta put that stuff out in the universe yeah I did it took me a while to reach out but you know like I felt like I just felt as though we needed to chat. So Yes, yeah. manifesting. I wrote yeah. in a journal for two years. I will be on Big Brother Canada for two years. Yes. <laughs> so you gotta put you gotta put what you want out into the universe to make it happen. No, you seriously, you really, really do. That's and it works. It works because yep. if you think it works, it's gonna freaking work. And then look where we are here today. Yes. <laughs> so um as far as I have just like so much I want to ask. My Let it out, girl. Let's do it. <laughs> Dive deep. Um, how did it make you feel as far as 
Okay, let's talk about the go jump right into the eviction when you beat Jed and went ba- back into the house. Like oh. I'm going all over the place here because yep. it's just that's how I feel. So that's okay. when yep. you you got evicted and then you re-entered the house, tell me about that experience. Tell me how that was. Oh my god, I can't even <laughs> I can't even explain the amount of emotions and I love that this because I love the underdog. I love the person who overcomes. So I love that this got intertwined with my adventure. This whole David versus Goliath yeah. battle back. I don't think, even knowing that I had to compete against Jed, I don't even think I initially thought that I was capable of beating him, even during the competition. Like he's so smart. He, oh my God. And he's just, he's good at everything he does. Mm-hmm. It's the only reason why I wanted to get him out because he's impossible yeah. to beat. So, and the whole time he had a couple balls up on me, like he was ahead. Mm-hmm. The way they show it on the TV is how it played up. He was ahead of me the whole time, but it was just such a mix of emotions to Yeah you know, overcome that, to believe in myself, to not Mm -hmm. give up, but then to go back in the house, like this place that I wanted to be in so badly. But once you get voted out and you go back in, like all deals are off. Mm -hmm. My feelings towards everyone had slightly changed. Mm -hmm. You had to play it off. Like I had to pretend that I was a certain way, but inside I was screaming, you know, it's very uncomfortable. It's like getting kicked out of the cool kids club in high school and then going back in, but they didn't invite you back, right? Like they're not happy. They might've been happy to see me back over Jed, but they still weren't happy to see me return. So no, it was, it was definitely, it was hard. I'm sure it was. And I want to tie that into another question that I have for you, which bothered me the whole fucking time I watched it, (laughs) is why you, why players in the game didn't feel as though you deserved to be there, which is probably why it was also hard to re-enter because you're thinking these losers wanted me out, not losers, but in the game, like I love everyone in there, but they, you know, like, why did they make you feel and treat you as though you didn't deserve to be in that house? So I honestly believe um, that people felt that way initially because the game of Big Brother, I'm a huge super fan, okay? So even when people thought I was not playing the game, I was strategic the entire time. Um, And I think if people can't physically see your moves or see what you're doing, they assume you're doing nothing. But the biggest misconception that you can have, especially in a game like Big Brother, is to assume that somebody isn't doing anything. I very intentionally stayed under the radar the first half of the game because it's a marathon. It is not a sprint. I did not want to draw attention to myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to create... Um, I didn't want people to think I was a threat. You know, at the end, I was on the blog. It was like five or six weeks where I had to fight for my life. Yes. If you're fighting for your life at the beginning, there's no way you'll survive. So right. I think people didn't think I deserved to be there because they didn't think I was playing. But that's couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah. And some people in the house, um, I think their moves were so obvious. You know, like there were alliances that were the only thing that was never obvious to me was that Tina was actually a sunsetter. That was the only wool (laughs) that was pulled over my eyes. Like everything else 
was extremely wow. obvious. You knew who was working together. You knew mm. who was paired up. So I think people just assume, and in a game like that, you can never assume because once a, well, once a switch gets flipped, yeah, then it's on. And it's funny happens. too. Um, all of my close like family and friends who know me really deeply, and were watching the show, they said watching the beginning half they just couldn't wait they're like when is she going to show them who she is yeah <laughs> because yeah. in real life i am bold i am outspoken i yeah. don't back down i don't give up but did i absolutely hide a lot of that initially for sure yeah and in some of the i don't know if anyone had <laughs> anyone watches the feeds like afterwards but i do a lot of yep. the time and and i heard you having candid conversations with people like ro and tina about how you are fierce and you want to let go and let let them see the real side of you um but you know you can't and you played so well like uh, derek I mean, has always been my favorite big brother player of all time. Oh, from US? But you, yeah, yeah. The cop, that one? Oh, yes. I love yeah, him yeah. too. Love him. But I'm, I'm talking all big brother, right? But yes, yeah. you are legit. The way you played, how you carried yourself, um, you know, you put yourself out there in your in your introduction as a tiny fierce little bull or something like that yes. and you and I saw it I saw it from the very beginning and I knew what you were doing with your game so I applaud you for that you did a fucking amazing job Thank amazing you. I'm glad somebody could see it because not everybody yeah. could see it well yeah and I'm watching from the outside in right I you never like I'm sure you would never be able to tell yourself what to expect until you get in there no and it yeah. is I will say, so some of my initial game was strategy and some of it is you walk into a house. I thought I had a big personality walking into the big brother Canada <laughs> house, and you're just like overthrown. So there were even just moments like where my personality almost not cowered back, but it was like, yeah, wow. There's a lot of, I, I remember looking around at one point being like, how did I even get on here? I thought <laughs> that I had a bold personality and I feel tame at moments yeah. so it's a lot of big personalities too so of course it can bring out not necessarily like insecurities but also you don't always have to speak the loudest in the room sometimes That's it's right. fun just to see who other people are let other people put their foot in their mouth yeah well I'm sure <laughs> I did it many many times <laughs> well that's and I could have probably done it more that was me trying to filter <laughs> right exactly um and I mean, you're not, you're, you and I are the same age approximately, I think 30, yep. 38, 37, yep. just turned 38. Yep. Yeah, girl. Um, that to me, we're young. Cause I mean, 40s, the new young to me, but you were in the house with a lot of youngins. Yes. I mean, that must've been difficult. There were so many times I'd watch you and Tina having your coffee talks and stuff and think, Oh, I wish I could be there. Just, just a fly on the wall to see what they're talking about. These, these kids. So oh, how was Tina. that to adapt to? Tina was a lifesaver because we're <laughs> older, right? I yeah. believe Tina's 42. Tina was the oldest and I was the second oldest. Um, so that was, and I mean, I even went in there being like, I'm a cool mom. I'm hip. I can hang out with these young kids and I can, and they are all wonderful and they have so much great life experience yeah. and different things, but it's just different stages of life. Mm -hmm. um, so that in itself was really challenging too, to live with people that are in a completely different stage of life than you. Yeah. Yeah. Like the social experiment is crazy. When it's you wild. The concept. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. 
And I'm sure you learn everyone, each individual that was in that house learned something really uh, important about themselves being in oh, there. Yes. yes, absolutely. It's a, it's actually a gift. It's the craziest, right. you know, like looking back at it now, it's just this beautiful experience that I'll have for the rest of my life. It right. truly was a gift. Yep. And it's on film and you'll be able to reflect back on so many things and your kids. And speaking of your kids, when you got that, when you guys got those family messages, oh, oh, did it motivate you or did it make you sad, girl? I need to know. Oh, no, <laughs> lit a fire. Oh, yes. <laughs> lit a fire. No, because before we got those, it had just been, you know, I wasn't really winning anything. Yeah. All the people that I did want to work with were going home. You know, <laughs> like my numbers were dwindling. They were. I knew it was coming up for me. Like I knew I needed to really just let myself go and really start trying. Yeah. Um, so when I heard their voices, and I'll never forget, I was in the Destiny bedroom folding my underwear, <laughs> folding my underwear, like I was folding laundry. And at that exact moment, I was folding Aww. underwear when all these voices just started going. I was like, wait a minute, is that my husband? And then just running down and these videos. And it was, oh, no, it was exactly, Aww. they couldn't have planned it at a better time. It's just that reminder of you know, why you went in there in the first place, who right. you're fighting for, what you're doing it for. No, that was a huge moment for me. That changed a lot. Good. That's good. Good to know. I don't know how I would feel. Again, I would never know unless I was in that situation. But seeing my kids, I might just go, big brother, take my mic. I'm out. But you never know. <laughs> no, it's good because you almost, you get lost. It's a different reality when you're in the house. So yeah. it almost like grounds you and brings you back to who you are and what's mm -hmm. back at home and you're already there right yeah. we're not gonna be like oh I saw you I miss you I'm coming home it's like no I saw you and I'm gonna show you why I left you <laughs> yes girl that's yeah. awesome so lovely it's so much support here just amazing amazing yeah um so let well, I'm gonna ask you about the like have not room <laughs> See, these are the things I need to know. Was it really, did you really have to sleep on an uncomfortable room? No. So our season actually didn't have a designated have not room. Okay. So we had the ball pit, but none of when you, if you were a have not, you were just on slop. Okay. I wonder you if didn't you have to sleep it. in okay. the ball pit. Mm. Um, Tashawn had to sleep in it once, but it was a different, like we played a hide and seek game and it was okay. almost a punishment and they threw up the bunk beds for him and he had to sleep in there, but no, have not. If you were have not, you were just on slop. And honestly, that is punishment enough. I was on that for like 30 days. Slop is terrible. What is it? Like oatmeal? Well, you can't it's like, say. it's, well, we don't know all the ingredients because they Ugh. give us these they give us these glass jars filled with things with a recipe, right? But Ew. here's what it is. I know the main thing of it is oats. And there must obviously be, like, one of them must be some sort of a protein powder. And, okay. like, almost like a barley green. Like, it has enough of the nutrition. Like, you can't yeah. die off it, right? Like, it <laughs> provides you with everything you need to survive. But there's one ingredient. I will never know what it is. But when you add it, it makes everything kind of gel, so it's not even necessarily that it, cause it, it tastes terrible, but it's just kind of bland. It's not, yeah, yeah. but there's a texture and it's Ew. the texture of mush Ew. that if like, it's like, 
I remember Tashawn said it in an interview. Um, he's like, I feel like this is what like wet drywall would taste like. Ew. And I was like, oh, actually that sounds like the perfect <laughs> comparison. Oh, and it takes forever to cook. Like this stuff does not burn. You would cook it for hours and hours just to try to get out that that texture, that gel. Yeah. That's what made it hard to digest. Oh, mm. yes, yes. So I just thought maybe they didn't show a have not room on the Canadian one and that it was just like secret. That's why I was thought I was asking you some big secret. <laughs> but no, no, they know. they went a little easy on us. Oh. If you were a have not, you were just on slops. Sweet. Well, I mean, not sweet, but I'm sorry you had to go through that. Yes. <laughs> I would not have liked to sleep in that ball pit. <laughs> no kidding. No way. Um and the diary room. So I'm curious to know, say you just needed to vent or talk, are you allowed to just go in there and talk or is it a safe space or are you only able to go when you're called there? Uh, no, it's, it's also uh, a safe space. So yeah, absolutely. Like if there's anything, um, that you need, like if you had a special request or something, I mean, you won't always get it. Um, but the diary room is a safe zone. Absolutely. And that's where they do get some of their footage, right? Like if you want to go in and you yeah, want to vent yeah. about someone, somebody's driving you crazy, yeah. that's where they piece things together. Okay. So it's kind of interesting. There's like a door and it has like, you have to push a button. You'll either get like a green light where you can go in or a red light that says no. <laughs> See, I figured that that's where a lot of the content came from, but I didn't know if Big Brother called you there and that was the only time you were able to go in there. Yes. I mean, on occasion, they would they would call you in if yeah. they needed something from you. But no, those moments in the diary room, like it is a unscripted show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it is not planned. It is a game. Nobody tells you what to say. What you see is actually what people are feeling, which is it's crazy. So an another question I have is I know you aren't able to bring in anything except your memories is what you said, right? Your thoughts of your kids. You can't bring anything in. But I often like would hear Beth talking about, you know, like Jed took 40 minutes or 50 minutes. Like, how do you do you have a clock? Is there any concept of time in there? No. Well, we have a clock, but it's not correct. Like there okay. was <laughs> there was a clock in the kitchen that we would try to sync with the day based on if we were allowed outside <laughs> that day and the sun. And my friends who watched the live feeds said it was hilarious because we were always way off. <laughs> we were always way off, like whatever time we thought it was. So you don't, you really are in this bubble of isolation where you don't know, you don't. But we, yeah, we had like, there's like a little clock on the stove so you could, you know, if you're baking slot muffins yeah, or something, right. there's a timer. But no, is it synced with what the real world is seeing? No, okay. not even close. No. Okay. See, I told you I was going to have, like, all these crazy weird Just weird, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because and that's I, a weird thing, too, not really knowing what time it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's and I, bizarre. I, mean, I just, I just, those are types of things that over the years and years of watching different seasons and even different country seasons, I always wonder, you know, these types yes. of things. Because, I mean, your game and 
who you worked with and all that is quite apparent. And, um, you know, it gets kind of boring talking about that stuff all the time. Right. And you guys were really funny in some of the outtakes and the deleted scenes and stuff. I see a lot of pranking going on. Oh, so many pranks. Some of them were not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Had it ever happened? Did anybody prank you? I didn't see any. Oh my, they were always doing pranks. But again, you know, like different stages of life. I I like the pranks that are funny. Like when you're scaring someone, Mm -hmm. those were always hilarious to me. Mm -hmm. I remember Jed got me one so good. Um, I honestly thought that I crapped my pants. Like I was like, he, he was, in, we were in the OLG room. He like was behind a couch. They got me so good. Those are funny, but some of them were gross. Like where they would put um, eggs on top of drawers in the kitchen, like really high up. So if you opened it, like an egg would fall on you. Or um, if you opened up a door, like you'd get covered in either like pancake mix or flour. And there was one time when I was just having the worst day. It was when me and Spicy had gotten into our big blowout at the hot tub. I had been on slop for so long. I hadn't eaten. We had also got in trouble and we were all on slop and cold showers. And I hadn't showered. I hadn't eaten. And I got into this big fight with Spicy and I felt terrible about it. Um, Because in real life, like in reality, you know, I love Spicy, but it's a game, right? So yes. There's all these different elements. So finally, I was like, whatever, Tara, suck it up, buttercup, take a cold shower. And I've got long hair. So you have to, like, wash your hair in freezing cold water. It's terrible. Like, I get through it. I come out, and I go to put some lotion on, thinking, like, oh, my God, like, lotion, comfort. Yes. And I put it on my arms, and it is mayonnaise. (laughs) No, girl. Somebody had taken the lotion and filled it with mayonnaise. I am 99.9% sure it was Beth. And I didn't even say anything about it because I was so mad. And I was like, I don't even want the satisfaction (laughs) that they know that they Uh, just got me. But then I had to like clean it off with freezing cold water. It was disgusting. So some of their, but they were all into their pranks. They thought it was hilarious. I, you know, not funny to me. No. She was she was a big personality, Beth, in the in the house. That yes. was that was definitely somebody that I probably wouldn't have been able to um, talk to a lot. <laughs> but again, it's all she's probably a, an excellent human being. It's all game, just it like is Spicy V. It is like you're all saying, game. yes, yeah. Your argument with Spicy V, a lot of it was fabricated on her part. It was all gameplay. Like, well, we're sitting on the block. She's trying to stay, right? Yeah, and exactly. I, in Spicy V's dis- uh, defense, you know that the bigger alliance that was running the house, they told her to do that. They did, yeah. Like they yeah. were like, "I want to see what's going on with Tara. Go pick a fight with her, and then we'll keep you." And then they never kept her. Yeah, which worked better for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, yeah. and like those are the things. In those moments, you're not thinking of them. Like in those moments, I was very upset. Like when we were fighting with each other, we were fighting with each other. But yeah, when yeah, it's yeah. all said and done, as soon as I saw her, especially after. I actually got evicted at the finale. You know, we hugged. We had a great night that night. She was just in Windsor. She came to one of my spin classes. We went no out for way. dinner. Yes. Like she's, oh. I absolutely adore her. Spicy is a awesome, awesome person. It's just, you're in this intense game and it's, 
it's almost like you have to take those personal feelings outside of it. Same with Beth too. I love Beth. We'll yeah. FaceTime and have a brew together and catch yeah. up. You know, she's, she's a lovely girl. I get along with everyone. It's, yes. it's just a different dynamic when you're playing for a hundred thousand dollars. That's right. Of course. And that's what people need to remember when they're watching, which is again, why I never say, Oh, I would have done this or this. Yes. You know, yep. You can't ever. Um, so last big brother question. Um, the chicken and the egg, the chicken and the egg discussion. Okay. I okay. was so dumbfounded by the divide in the house. Some people. <laughs> Are you talking about if, yes. if you eat an egg? Yes. Yes. The argument was, if you eat an egg, if you're allergic to eggs, would you also be allergic to chicken? To chicken. Yeah. And you piped up because they looked to you, which was awesome. And then when you said, um... Well, I think you have a pretty valid argument there. And the house exploded. I was (laughs) laughing so hard. I remember walking into that conversation (laughs) and I didn't know what they were talking about. And I was just like kind of listening. I was like, actually, now that you mention it, (laughs) I'm like, it's it's never come up in a single conversation I've ever had in my life. No. But now that you mention it, I don't know. It was just, uh, anyone who's listening who doesn't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> I, I I know, like I said, this is a weird interview, but it's it's based on, you know, my quirky big brother likes. So anyone yes. who's listening who hasn't seen that, Google it. It's hilarious. Jetson is so funny. <laughs> he was so adamant. And Trishan, like, oh gosh, guys, just go watch it. Tara, that was hilarious. What is the actual answer, though? I don't know. <laughs> See, that's the weird thing. They were arguing about it, and I was just sitting back, and this is so typically me, because this is the way I am with everything in life. I'm like, I can see both sides. <laughs> you know, I could, like, one would argue, and I was like, oh, yes, I agree, and then the other one would I'd be like, oh, yeah, but that's also true. <laughs> I just, I personally like I was agreeing with Jed the whole time it's it's they're two totally separate things I mean I know people who are allergic to eggs but eat chicken but I don't know if it could be a scientific you know fact behind it I've never looked it up but it was just one of my (laughs) all-time favorite moments of season nine was that moment right there yeah well and that's funny you know if you could be lactose intolerant but you might not be allergic to beef I mean there are yeah you got it, girl. That's exactly that. But when they were discussing it, I was like, actually, <laughs> where is, see, and here's the funny thing about being just stuck in isolation. Normally you would just Google, right? You yeah. wouldn't argue over something so ridiculous for, right. you know, almost an hour. You would yeah. just pull up Google or ask Siri and then get on with your day. That's right. That's hilarious. So funny. Um, so I'm going to break it up a little bit and ask you some random questions uh that pertain to absolutely nothing they're just questions that I made up for you and then I want to talk to you a little bit about what you've been up to and what what the future holds for you because I'm so excited to hear about that great yes yes are you you open to some crazy weird questions more weird questions um of course (laughs) as long as you're prepared for really dumb answers I don't realize how dippy I am until I do these interviews. So let's go. You're not at all. This is lovely. I'm so happy to be connecting (laughs) with you. Um, What's the coldest that you've ever been? 
the coldest that I've ever been. So I, um, I've lived all over Canada and I spent a winter in Calgary once and they got this crazy snowstorm. And I remember walking outside to my car and it was so insanely cold that if I blinked too slow, (laughs) it was like my eyelashes would stick together. It was 1000% the coldest I've ever been to the point that my eyes were watering and it felt like my eyes were going to freeze shut. No, thanks. Yes. And I'm, I'm always cold in general because I'm a small human. Yes. Tiny. Yeah. What it was tiny, fierce little bull you are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you read your horoscope? You know what? Not regularly, but whenever I come across my horoscope, I love to read it and I find it's always in tuned. Although I don't know if my sign is always in tuned with my personality. Mm. But whenever I read a horoscope and sometimes I'm one of those people, like if I really like it, I'll clip it out and I'll save it. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's cute. What is your sign? I'm a Virgo. You are? Yes. My birthday is September 11th, which everybody remembers because it's just such a historical date, which is terrible for me because I forget everyone's birthday. If you are my friend, you will not get a message on your birthday unless (laughs) I'm on Facebook that day and it's a bad quality. (laughs) And everybody remembers mine because it's just this very historical time. It is. It is. I mean, after all, it is Tara from BB Canada season nine's birthday. Let's put it as that. Not my as my oldest brother at my wedding um, in his speech said, two tragedies happened on September 11th. Oh, the birth of Tara and 9-11. Oh, my <laughs> like, gosh. I'm like, thanks, Bill. Thanks, bro. <laughs> oh, gosh. Funny. Okay. Um, what is something that you collect? Something that I collect. Ooh, I am not, I'm actually not a big, oh, actually we, I do, there is something. I was trying to think, I'm like, I don't collect a lot of things. Something me and my husband started to do when we started dating and then when we got married, we collect cheesy magnets every time we travel anywhere. Cute. Yeah, and we have a, like a beer fridge in the garage that is just covered with magnets every time we go anywhere, but we really try to find the super cheesy touristy okay. magnets and, okay. you know, hoping to one day just fill the fridge yeah. completely with all of our different travels. That's super cool. I like that. Um, I have magnets, so I'll send you one of my podcast magnets. Yes, please there. do. I will throw it on the fridge. We also, <laughs> whenever we travel somewhere and if we're on a beach or anything, we always collect family rocks. Where everybody picks out a rock that represents who they are. And we have rocks that have been in like Pacific Ocean, Atlantic Ocean. Oh, that's amazing. all over the place. But the thing is, they're all mixed up and I don't know which ones are from where. (laughs) (laughs) But we do, we we collect family rocks too. That's lovely. Love it. Uh, Last question. If you had a paid trip to any world monument, where would you go? Any, to visit yeah any, any world, world monument. monument oh um I used to love I'm very artsy I'm very creative and when I was in high school I was obsessed um with everything Egypt like I was obsessed with like all of the art and just the history and I would love to one day um go to the pyramids like I would love to see a pyramid in real life because I still don't understand 
how, you know, like thousands of years ago they were even made and like the labyrinths inside them. Like they're just, I think that would be a remarkable thing to stand in front of and just be like, wow, like one of the wonders of the world. Like how, how did this happen? How was it created? I would love, I would love to Mm -hmm. go to Egypt and see the pyramids. Yep. That's a good one. My son is really in the last couple of weeks, actually. So oddly that you are funny that you would say this is he's been really interested in it too. He's seven. Yeah. Great. It's fascinating mm -hmm. when you dive into it. Yeah. Yeah. And then unbelievable. (laughs) All right. So let's talk a little bit about you, what you do aside from being an awesome uh, influence on the television um you are a spin instructor and personal trainer can you tell me a little bit about how you got started doing that yes so I like to name myself the master of none (laughs) Um, which means I am one of those people that is always driven by purpose which anybody who is listening if you can relate to the struggle of trying to find your way and like for me work is not just about collecting a paycheck or making good money or punching in and punching out. I'm very driven by purpose. And if I'm having impact and does it feel good, which is so emotional because, you know, I'm 38 and I still feel like I don't know exactly where I fit. And oh, I, I just so relate to you on that. my friend. Yes. I do. Yeah. And I just constantly do things that um, feel good at the time. So I became a spin instructor uh, when I was, had just turned 37 Um, And it had happened, I went to this new gym was built in Windsor. Uh, It's Mavadi. I work at Mavadi. And they had this amazing spin studio. And it's one of those spin studios that feels like a nightclub. You know what I mean? Like it's got like the light kit and the loud music. And I had never done a spin class like that before in my life. Mm -hmm. I did one class and then I went up to the girl afterwards and was like, okay, so how do I teach this? (laughs) She's Mm. like, she's like, what, you want to work here? And I was like, yeah, this is my first spin class. And I want to know how to do this because I had so much fun. Yeah. So I went and I got certified and then I had to audition at the gym and thankfully I got a job. Um, but that's what started that. And then with the other gym that I work at, I work at an F45 training studio in LaSalle, which I love. Okay. I had been working out there in a couple for a couple years. And I, after having babies, I really got into like health and fitness a couple years, you know, not when they were little babies because nobody's got time for that. No. But once I started to get my time back, I felt, you know, I didn't feel good in my skin. I felt like my energy was low. Yeah. I felt sluggish. So I really started to make exercise and my health more of a priority. And it just started this obsession <laughs> um, where now I want to help other people because yeah. it, it does. It makes a big difference when you feel good and you have energy and you're moving your body. So that's what kind of led with where I am right okay. now. Oh. And like you, you mentioned a little bit to me that you are enrolled in some programs to help, um, help, help people more just like you've been helped. Can you tell me about that? Yes. So I am next year. I've got some fun plans for 2022. One of them, uh, I'm going to get certified to be a life coach and I want to specify in helping people find their purpose because that has always been something that has plagued me. And I never felt like I had the resources to help me figure it out. It was just always trial and error and doing things on my own. And I feel like it made the struggle 
so much harder and so much longer that I would love to help other people really connect with, you know, what their purpose is and what their strengths are and how they can better serve other people. And it sounds so cheesy, but I just truly believe that when people feel good about themselves, when people feel confident, when people are living authentically, um, good things happen. You know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when you're living life on purpose, like you're not, you're not rude to other people. You're not putting other people down. So you're not true. filled with hate, mm -hmm. you know, because you you feel good about yourself. And I think there's a lot of people, especially right now that feel stuck and maybe don't feel mm -hmm. great about themselves. And I want to help people and show them, you know, it doesn't always have to be this way. It's never too late. You can always connect with yourself and really live a life that you love. So yeah. And I think there's no better way than to have a mentor who's been through or has the ability to relate to what it is that you're going through, seeking help for. Um, somebody who's been through what you've been through is the best coach. Yeah. You know? So um, it's nice that, you know, you're not just this established person with some career that's trying to coach people on thing something they don't you don't know about. So no, I, God, no, no, I'm yeah. a hot mess. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've I've gone through a lot of different transition in my life, uh, lots of different struggles. Um, I know they showed it on the show, but I lost a brother when I was 25, and that was a very pivotal point in my life, dealing with grief and losing somebody who was so. Um, influential to me, so important to me and so close to me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. just, and it's weird, especially when I think of him, like I could cry. I just feel like all these new things that I do, like I do them because he can't, you know, mm -hmm. like he was this caring person that always helped people and always made people feel good. Yeah. So in a way it's whenever I think of, oh, should I go for it? Should I do it? It's like, yeah, life is short. Do it. Do the thing. Yeah. Try. Life is short. Mm -hmm. You know, we live every day, but we die once. So live every day. So I just think it's an amazing thing. Um, and you're doing this in his honor. Yeah. And are you, uh, if I can say, you're maybe starting a podcast? Yes, I am <gasps> definitely hoping to start a podcast in 2022. Oh. Um, I'll have to come get some tips from you. Yes. Uh, but I have a lot of ideas. I already know different people that I want on it. The topics, yeah. it will definitely be, you know, mindset focused, purpose focused, uplifting. Of course, I'm probably going to be highlighting a lot of women because that is my Sure. Jam, right. Supporting women, supporting yeah. moms. Um, but yep. that doesn't mean that I want it just to be exclusive just to the females, mm -hmm. but that will be um, definitely a main feature, especially um, different women and moms in different industries. Yes. It's funny because now raising a daughter, I, when I was mm -hmm. in, I was visiting Tina in Newfoundland and we were at this really cute bookstore and I got the cutest book for my daughter and it's, it's just like a little ABC book, but it's called Izzy Busy Does Everything. Oh. And it's an ABC book for little girls. And every letter is a different job that a girl could have. Oh. And I just thought it was, I remember seeing it being like, oh, this is so amazing um, that all little girls need this book to know that, you know, you can do things too. Like, you, you know, A is an astronaut and it goes through like all the different jobs that girls and women can have. So that's obviously very important to me as well. Yeah, I'm going, uh, 
I just wrote it down. So I'm going to have to get that for me. Yes, doctor. I'll take a picture of it and I'll send it to you. It's, yeah. it's the cutest book and the illustrations are great. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so if, as far as um, your po- podcast goes, you have, you said you have a lot of plans and a lot of um, thoughts and stuff. So will it be based around all of what we just talked about, health, wellness, and basically helping people feel good about themselves, right? Yes, that okay. will be the main focus. And of course, I'll my sense of humor, you know, I'm not super <laughs> formal. <laughs> I no. swear sometimes, yeah. you know, it's going to be very tied into me as well and my personality. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I just want it to be something positive and uplifting to inspire someone because one of the most feedback especially coming out of the house like the countless messages that I got that were so beautiful from people saying especially right now right like we're we're coming off like the tail end of this global pandemic you know people were in negative mind space you know like things were not well people lost jobs like people need to be reminded of the good things and the things they're capable of and their strength and their perseverance. And I had so many people reach out and say, you know, watching you not give up yes, is giving me strength to not That's give right. up. So yeah. if I can keep that train going, um, yeah, it's like choo-choo, I will ride it all the way through because that would be connecting with purpose for me helping Uh, others you know yeah yes absolutely I do know um a lot of the reason why I did I feel like we have a lot of the same mentality that way like very well self-educated and well-written and well-read and then really just don't know where to put all of that into play yes Um, so we have a fantastic podcast community in in this in our, you know, greater Essex County, um, I definitely can help you out as far as, you know, whatever advice you might need. And, um, I've been myself through a lot of trauma and a lot of, um, done a lot, a lot of self-help work on myself. So I would love to be part of that if you ever needed anybody else. Yes. It's, it's always great to, um, collaborate with like-minded people yes. who have similar visions. And I'm one of those people, you know, some people are like, oh, I don't like to ask for help. Like I am the type of person like, oh, do you know more than me? I want to learn from you. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, me I think too. when people think you have all the answers, that's when you are wrong. <laughs> we it's don't, true. Like, we're not meant to know everything. We're meant to um, build relationships and connect with people and learn from each other. And learn, so yeah. everything, I will absolutely everything. be reaching out to you and be like, yeah, oh, girl. Please I've got all these do. ideas. How do I record? <laughs> and then we can banter more about how our brains work the same. I mean, being a mom on his own on its own is is um, a self sufficient life purpose. But when you when it comes, your kids start going back to school, and you're you know now you're on your own time, and you think, what can I do with my time? And I'm, I'm like you, not necessarily looking for that nine to five and a paycheck all the time I'm just looking for a purpose so yes I'm really looking forward to hearing what you have to do with that and on top of all of these things you're partnered with um, a fitness brand and an all-natural supplement line too right yeah so I've been with a clothing brand Zaya Active for about two and a half years and that is another um, it's just a great thing in my life it gives me another great purpose like I lead a team I think we have over 110 women across Canada now Um, 
And that one has just been such a blessing because number one, like I live in leggings. <laughs> like it's very easy for me to talk about the clothing because that's my life. Like I'm a You mom. wore them a lot on the show. Right? Yes. Like it, well, it's just, that's my staple, right? Yeah. Like I'm either chasing around kids or <laughs> I'm teaching a cycle class or I'm, you know, training yeah. at F45. So like I live in leggings, like comfy casual is my jam. Mm -hmm. Um, so that has been a really rewarding experience too, to help other women and moms. Like I help teach them how to make money online and sharing brands. Everybody always thinks you need to have like these huge followings. And I had built nope. my business before ever even going on big brother, you right. know, it was yeah. something where nobody even knew who I was. So that is also something wonderful. And then, yes, I um, partnered with an all natural supplement line which its main thing is liquid collagen because I'm very about, you know, health and helping people feel good. And I think yeah. it's, I think it's everything, right? Like I think it's like mind, body, soul. And I'm not, I don't want people to think like, oh, she's just probably eats this perfect diet. Like I love Taco Bell too. <laughs> Do you love cheese whiz? Oh my, I like, yes, you saw my post. <laughs> like what is the one thing that you eat that you wouldn't tell anybody? Yes, I eat cheese. plastic cheese. Like every morning on an English muffin. It's my favorite. Nobody will ever tell me. Otherwise, I don't care what's in it. Um, but I do like to balance it out, right? Like, I like to give my body the things that it needs as well. And I think yeah. people, you notice when you start to make those changes, right? Like you notice it in your energy and the way that you feel. So literally, my mission is just to help people feel good about themselves. That so I'm either going to like kick your butt in a cycle class, I'm going to help you reach your goals in training, you know, this life coaching seems to go hand in hand with like the whole like mind, body, soul connection. Mm -hmm. And that's the path. But yes, technically, yeah. very much the master of none. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it when people are like, what do you do for a living? I'm like, how much time do you have? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Where do you want to start? <laughs> Just hands them a, a manual. <laughs> I always laugh with my friends who are like nurses and teachers where I'm like they just always knew that's what they wanted to do and I was like I am so envious of that <laughs> because like you've got these established careers and you've just known and I've never I've never known I just kind of keep following my gut yep me too same and see same where it leads thing, me which is why it'll be fantastic for you to do that life coaching and in you know it will not only the people that you're helping, they'll be helping you as well, you know? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I find anytime that you're learning something new, it just really unlocks more about yourself. Yeah. You know, like even when I challenged myself to become a spin instructor or a personal trainer, you know, like I had to learn, like, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? Oh, I'm actually really good at this. Like, I was yeah. so surprised when I started teaching spin, like how naturally, how natural it came for me to be on a podium speaking into a microphone. Yeah. Like I would have never known that that is something that I'm good at unless I would have taken a spin class and been like, hey, I want to see if I can do this. Yeah. You know, like it's just you unlock different gifts that you might not even realize you have. Right. That's an intense gift. I did one spin class and I, I think I still, my ass is still sore. <laughs> yeah. I swear <laughs> your butt gets used to it. Everybody always says that. And I'm like, oh my God, like I don't even notice that anymore. Yeah, well, yeah, of course you, you wouldn't, right? Because you're on it every day. But um, it was a great workout and I sweat. I don't typically sweat, but oh, I yeah. did that day. Holy moly. It was it was in very intense, very intense. Very intense. Yeah. If you're ever 
Um, anybody who goes to Mavadi, please pop in my classes. I like pride myself on my playlist too. <laughs> like when Spicy came in, I made her own signature Spicy playlist. <laughs> oh, I wish I would have been at that class. Oh my God. It was, it was so much fun. It was a surprise to the other riders too. She had a blast. It's always all levels, but it's, that's another thing. Whenever I talk about fitness with people, like it's gotta be fun or you're not going to do it. If you don't like it, true, you're not going to make it a habit. So that's another thing to try new things. Like yeah. you're never going to know what you like until you put yourself out there right. and, tr and try something dumb and re or not try something dumb, but like realizing you might look dumb the yeah. first time you do something. Yep. And that's you know? okay. Everybody's been there. Yes. Awesome. This was such a lovely, love, of course I knew it was going to be lovely, but you're lovelier than I even thought you would oh, be. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I it's really, so awesome. Uh, yeah, this was just, like I said, on my bucket list, you were on my radar to have on my show. Um, and I'm so honored that you came on. And make sure you reach out to me for any advice or whatever. Oh, I will, girl. I will. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you very soon, Tara. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I hope you guys all enjoyed this podcast. <laughs> it is great chatting with you. And if anybody wants to keep up with my adventures um, until I get things a little bit more organized, my main social media platform is Instagram. And you can follow me at, at Tara Gillen. It's T-E-R-A. G-I-L-L-E-N. Um, that's where I'll be posting whenever new, fun, exciting things come out until I figure it out. That's my main channel of choice. Perfect. I will make sure I tag that all in the description of this episode as well as when I post it on social media. Yes. Everybody check it out. I hope all um, the BB contestants are listening to this because I love you all. This was a fantastic connection and i will talk oh, to you soon yes and okay. yes oh that's a big shout out to my bb can family it truly was i was so proud of that cast they're all amazing so if any of you are listening do a show with her yeah <laughs> because yes. she was a big fan and we had such a great cast so many personalities everybody needs to know about them <laughs> You really did like Julie. I follow, I follow everybody. Oh, Julie's and, the best. Yeah. They're honestly, they're all, yeah. and it's just great. Like when you go through this experience, sorry, I keep carrying on, but when you That's go through okay. this experience and then you come out of it and you just, I have so much love and respect for all of them. Uh, oh, it's a beautiful so, thing. The friendship that you've created with Tina, I know that it's consistent. I mean, oh. you can tell. We, I had so much fun when I went to see her. I'm like, I can't wait to come back, but I'll come back when the weather's nice. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, or tell her to come here. Yes. In class, and I'll secretly be there to uh, girl yes. Oh, if, if Tina comes down, everybody's going to want to meet her. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. All right, girl, I will talk to you later. Yes, thank you so much for having thank me, and I hope you have an awesome day. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.